This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of the War Vessel Radio podcast. Thanks for joining me. Um, Today, I'm excited to actually begin talking about the fruit of the Spirit, um, or the fruits of the Spirit, and we'll get into that a little bit, the difference. And I know a few weeks ago, a few weeks back, I talked about kicking off a series on the fruit of the Spirit, and uh, so that could be the start of this today. Uh, I've been just going through Galatians 5, 22 and 23. I'm just rehearsing what the fruits of the Spirit are and what I actually need in my life and what my life through Jesus should be producing. And one particular element of the fruit of the Spirit is peace. I've been needing a lot of peace recently and also joy in all of the fruits of the Spirit, but particularly peace as I wrestle with some things that I'm encountering in my life and just feeling a lot of pressure and a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and worry from the enemy and needing to handle that. And those uh, anxiety, fear, and worry, if you have known me in the past, were things I have really, really struggled with. And as a, a perfectionistic leaning mindset and a needing to do things right, I tend to fall into this category. And as a people pleaser, uh, it's very easy for me to get into this stressed out mentality. And so the enemy has just been pushing these uh, spiritual attacks of anxiety and fear and, and stress, just trying to push me into a corner. And thankfully, Jesus has been extremely present in that and has been a shield uh, through this time. And I'm able to stand firmer than I have in the past. And I'm just thankful for how he's growing me, but I've been returning to this passage just for added uh, fortification in my life that I need peace and I need these fruits of the Spirit. And so as I've been reflecting upon it this week, uh, what stood out to me, first and foremost, going back to my comment on fruit of the Spirit versus fruits of the Spirit, my translation, I didn't check other translations. It it slipped my mind as I jumped into this. But in my translation, it is a a singular fruit it talks about. And even I did check Blue Letter Bible, and it does in the vocabulary, um, it's not the word, I'm looking the grammar side of it, of this word. It is a singular word, and it is referring to a singular thing. So you have the fruit of the Spirit that has these many components to it, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are all elements of this fruit of the Spirit, and they're all one and all many at the same time. And so as I was reflecting about upon this, I was thinking about what fruits are like one fruit but have many different fruits on them. And of course, you guys probably know where I'm going with this. I thought of grapes. And if you're reading the Bible, grapes are just kind of a fruit you run across 
fairly frequently in Scripture, and it has great symbolic symbol symbology. I cannot say that word. It has great imagery behind it, and great um, reference to many things about Jesus, and just deeper revelation of of the Word of God. And grapes have a great uh, imagery to them that help reflect the things of Jesus. And for some reason, I cannot say the word for symbol in that symbolic sim. Anyway. <laughs> I give up. Normally, I'm able to say that word. I can't right at the moment. Um, so I've been thinking about that, and grapes come to mind. And that here it is one fruit with many different components. You see a cluster of grapes, and I, at least in my brain, I don't look at each grape as a fruit. I do when I'm holding it in my hand. I'm about to put it in my mouth. That's a fruit. But when I look at a cluster of grapes, I think of it as as one fruit that I'm getting a, a grape, grapes. I wouldn't call the whole cluster a grape. I'd say grapes, but it'd be the same thing as saying bananas, I suppose, or apples. But anyway, uh, that it's it's all it's a connected fruit, um, and you need to eat a lot of them in order to have a filling fruit. And so, looking at the fruit of the spirit as that idea of a grape, and that each fruit uh, of the spirit—love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control represents a grape, if you will, on that vine that creates the entirety of the fruit. And so in my own life, I've been reflecting upon upon this. And what comes to mind with grapes, especially biblically and scripturally, is, is wine. And that when grapes are crushed, they bleed and they create this substance called Wine, and I've been thinking about my life this week, and just the pressure I'm feeling from the end, just squeezing in on my life. And the picture that comes to mind was that I'm in the center of this room, or like a glass room, or something that's impossible to get out of, essentially. And it's just shrinking, and it's getting closer and closer, and the air on the inside can't escape, so it's becoming more and more pressurized the smaller it gets, and it's just beginning to squeeze me inwardly or into a little you know like a little ball it's just trying to crush me and I've been thinking about grapes and along with this fruit of the spirit and that when they're crushed something comes out of them and as a Christian I want my life to bleed these elements of the fruit of the spirit I want to bleed love I want to bleed peace in times of trial. I want to bleed peacefulness so others can see my peacefulness in turmoil. I want to, in moments when everybody else is giving into fear and anxiety and doubt, I want to have self-control over my spiritual walk and realize that, no, I am in Jesus Christ. My life is one of, of joy and peace and kindness and gentleness, and I can have a composure and a demeanor that represents the power of Jesus Christ and the the fruit of Jesus Christ in my life. And so further upon thinking about this, that this is what Jesus did on the tree in on the cross when he was crucified. And if you want a really good sermon on this, and before I was recording uh, this or before I started recording, this sermon didn't come to mind. It just came to mind uh, as I've begun recording. But 
Philip Hartman in the Bravehearted Voices podcast did a sermon on uh, the fruit of the tree or or something like that. Uh, you can find it. It's relatively recent in the last month or so of the Bravehearted Voices podcast. And he talks about Jesus being the fruit of the tree and that we are to partake in the fruit of the tree of the cro- on the cross and that Jesus will, when we... And that any fruit, when planted inside something, will reproduce itself. And that Jesus plants himself inside of us and we reproduce Jesus in us. We don't reproduce love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control out of our own strength because Jesus is planted in us. You don't get a better version of Jacob. What you end up getting is, what I what ends up happening to me is that Jesus comes in and he re- begins replacing Jacob with Jesus. And he does that for each of our lives and your lives. And when he comes in, he reproduces himself if we're willing to allow him to grow in our life and we're nurturing and cultivating and willing to be and willing to abide in a relationship with him and also to allow him to prune us. And so I, I just thought about Jesus on the cross and that when he was there, totally in the appearance of beatenness, this is what his his life bled. He bled love for those who were persecuting him. He forgave them. He had it for the joy set before him. He had a joy. He had peace in knowing that he was doing the Father's will. He had long suffering and that he had been persecuted through his entire ministry and was belittle and chastised and forever on the fringes of society because of what he was preaching and proclaiming, the good news. He had kindness. He had kindness towards all of us who had sinned, and he was bearing something upon himself that we should be bearing. And he had goodness, and he had faithfulness, faithfulness before the father to see through on the father's wishes that he would he would die and sacrifice himself so that we all might live who come to the knowledge of him and who see his life and desire it and he had gentleness again just towards us who had crucified him who were spitting upon him who were beating him he had gentleness and instead of calling a legion of angels to wipe us all out or just immediately enacting judgment upon the earth and freeing himself from his death and and saying you are all condemned to to sin and to death and to hell he instead endured with gentleness towards us and he had self-control he had self-control over his own body's urges none of us want to die even jesus was in a body and that's a painful thing and he had self-control not to just give in and turn away from what was set before him in the cup he was to drink but he submitted himself to the father and he had control over where he was going to go and what he was going to do and that was all for the glory of God and he knew that and this is that's what I want in my own life that when I am in the pressure cooker of life that the fruit of the Spirit, that Jesus would be bearing fruits of the Spirit in me from something that I am cultivating with him in a relationship and that through his power and for his glory and and it's only by him 
and through him and for him that this happens, that he produces the fruit of the Spirit in me, which is the fruit of himself, and that when I am put under pressure, I bleed these elements that I bleed love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, just as he did on the cross. And that I would reckon I have the fullness of all of these in my life at every moment. That Jesus has given me a cluster of his, his fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, and that it is now in my life, and I partake of the fruit that he's given I partake of his peace, his joy, and in that, he grows more of that fruit in my own life for others who partake of around me when I'm submitted to him. And it all points back to him. It would be, just as John the Baptist said, I must in- decrease so that Jesus can increase. That is my heart as well, and what I hope the the church will do and what the Christian heart will will be conformed to is that Jesus will increase and that in my own life, Jacob will become less and Jesus will become more that I would be, uh, I would be turned over to the image of Christ and be conformed to him, that Jesus would receive the glory that if, if the body of Jacob is in a circumstance and in a trial, then the spirit of Christ is what's revealed and not the nature of Jacob Williams, but rather the nature of Jesus, so that it's Jesus who's proclaimed and glorified. So, this has just been extremely encouraging to me, and I hope it's an encouraging theme for you guys too. And I'm planning on continuing on with this and possibly doing studies on each individual facet of the fruit of the Spirit and looking at love and joy and peace and long-suffering and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. I feel like this could have really awesome, uh, I'm just going to say it, fruit, if you will, in in my life and also in all of you who are choosing to listen and spend your time uh, listening to whatever uh, the Spirit has for me to say. Um, so, I'm excited about this and just seeing what the Lord might do with it and is already doing with it in my own soul. And I hope it's it's something that can be applicable to your lives as we just journey into bearing, being abiding in Jesus Christ that we would have his fruit and that it would be Jesus in us who is replicating himself for others to taste and see that the Lord is good and happy are those who take refuge in him. And so I am excited about this and just pumped for studying about the fruit of the Spirit and just living to have that abiding nature of Jesus Christ coming into my life and removing and plowing and cultivating and and pruning all the areas that need to die and go away so that the fullness of his life can be concentrated in the most effective areas that he wants to use in me and and be implemented and grow that the fruit of Jesus would be big and lush and beautiful and vibrant and uh, and whatever the cost that that needs to come to in my life that I'd be broken and contrite and in humility so that I'd be accepting of his his will so that fruit would be there and I hope it's the same with you guys in your own walks with Jesus 
And if, and I hope that there is an openness to my own, um, what I'm talking about here in my own life, that it is not perfect and that I am in desperate need of more of the fruit of the spirit in my life and more of Jesus and a more abiding with Christ. And I need that relationship with him. And that when I share these episodes, they're very much reflections of a struggle and, or just a struggle or something the Lord is communicating to me. And so it's very fresh and uh, fervent, if you will. And it often comes from a place of weakness in my own life that I end up studying and I need to share these things with you all because it's important to me that there be people who understand that Christianity is, it's a genuine thing and it's a, it's for real life. Jesus desires to meet us where we're at and to recognize that Christ works in the lives of those who, who need him. And I'm very much there. I need Jesus. And so this, these episodes are coming from a place where, like I said, I need peace. I need the peace of Jesus. I struggle with anxiety, fear, and worry, and doubt. And that creates a whole landslide of things that can lead to all sorts of of sin if I'm not if I'm not being bowed before Jesus and immediately taking it to the Lord and saying, Lord, I need to taste your peace here. I need to taste your joy. I need self-control. Give me a spirit of gentleness so that I can be, my composure can be right before you. And so take that for what you will, guys. I hope it's, um, I hope it's not me preaching necessarily to you. I, I want to proclaim the good news, but I hope it's more of a witness and a testimony to what Jesus is doing and will do. And that, just through my own life and talking about where I'm at, it can be impactful to you all and that there's a genuine uh, display of what Jesus is working in all of us. So that being said, I just appreciate you all listening. Thank you so much. Um, I look forward to digging more into this fruit of the spirit and what Jesus has for all of us in this. So take care, guys. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.